Today's case is about consideration in contracts. And before we jump into the case, I want to review the basic rules of consideration. So for a contract to be legally enforced by the courts, it has to be supported by consideration. And consideration is basically the stuff that we give up or promise to do in a contract in order to get the other person to give us something or to do something for us. Valid consideration, it can be physical stuff like cash or property. An example of that would be me offering to sell you my iPhone and you giving me $500. Valid consideration can also be a service. An example of that would be me promising to paint your house. Valid consideration can also be refraining from doing something we otherwise have a legal right to do. For example, I could offer to not sell my upcoming album to a competing record label. Also, there needs to be consideration on both sides of the agreement. If only one side is giving something, then that's just going to be a gift, and courts do not enforce promised gifts. Last of all, consideration must be the thing that induces the other party to give their consideration. For example, if you are to give me your iPhone, regardless of whether or not I paid you $500, then that iPhone will not count as consideration. Okay, let's jump into our case. Today's case is Apfel versus Prudential Box Securities Incorporated, and it took place in the Court of Appeals of New York in 1993. And the purpose of this case is to find out if ideas can count as consideration in contracts. So let's go into the facts. First, we've got uh, an investment bank, and I'm just going to call them the bank. And then on the other side of this dispute, we've got an investment banker and his lawyer. And I'm just going to call them the computer guys, and you'll see why in a sec. So in 1982, the computer guys approached this bank, or the bank, and showed them this new way of issuing stock. And basically, it was just using a computer to issue stock. So, you know, these days, that's just standard practice, but back then, this was kind of a new big thing. Um, and the bank was interested in this computerized method of issuing stock. So they had another meeting where the bank ended up signing what was basically kind of like a non-disclosure agreement where... Uh, the computer guys would let the bank look at this detailed uh, specification of the system, like how it works and go into more detail, and the bank agreed to not tell anyone um, or share the idea with anyone else. And the bank liked it even more. So they had more meetings, more negotiations, and eventually they made a deal with the computer guys. And the, the deal was, was that the computer guys would tell the bank exactly how to implement this electronic system of issuing stock. And the computer guys also promised to not share this technique with anyone else. Uh, in return, the bank would then pay the computer guys uh, a bunch of money each year from October 1982 to January 1988. And it said, even if the idea, this technique became more widely known and more widely used, uh, the the bank agreed to continue to would said that they would continue to pay him anyways. So um, so they signed the con they signed the contract, and they the bank started to use this new system of issuing stock, and everything seemed to work really well. And for the first year uh, at least, they were the only ones in the industry using this system, and it was sort of a competitive advantage for them. And and they kept paying the computer guys just according to the deal. But then in 1985, and this is about three years into the deal, uh, the bank got new management. And the new management decided that they weren't going to pay the computer guys. And um, 
basically, I think what was going on was is that the industry was starting to catch up to this computerized way of issuing stock. And so it wasn't really a competitive advantage anymore. And the management was probably thinking, hey, wait, why are we paying these computer guys for this simple idea that's already being used by everyone else? Anyway, um, they said that this, quote, new system was already public knowledge when that deal was, in, was originally made anyway, and that the computer guys never had any right to sell it. Uh, again, so they stopped paying them. And then the computer guys sue them for breach of contract. Okay, so let's talk about the arguments on both sides. We've already talked about the bank a little bit, but let's flesh it out a little more. So the bank is saying that this contract uh, is not valid because it doesn't have consideration. Uh, basically, they're saying that the computer guys were trying to sell an idea that was not novel. It was not original. Uh, it was already public knowledge. And they're saying, how could a, a public an idea that's public knowledge in the public domain possibly count as consideration. Now, on the other side, the computer guys are going to argue that first, it was a novel idea, an original idea, but moreover, that doesn't matter. It does, an idea does not have to be novel or secret or anything like that. An idea itself can count as consideration. Okay, so pretend you're the judge and you have to rule on whether or not this contract has consideration. More specifically, can an idea the idea that the computer guys shared with the bank, can that count as, cons count as consideration? If you're in our pod talk group, go ahead and leave a comment and tell me what your ruling is. So let's find out how the judge ruled. The judge ruled that this is indeed a contract and the bank has to pay up. And his reasoning was that, similar to what the computer guys were arguing, that novelty does not matter. The idea just has to be valuable to the person who is buying it. And the judge said that clearly this idea that the computer guys were selling, it was obviously valuable to the bank. Uh, they paid for the idea for two, at least two years, and uh, for at least a year, they're the only ones using this system and it seemed to be a competitive advantage. And it doesn't matter that after two to three years, this idea became standard practice throughout the industry. Doesn't really matter. Um, another reason why the novelty does novelty of an idea doesn't matter is that a non-novel or non-original idea can still be really valuable. And just a quick example: think about Google. You know, all the information that you search for on Google is usually not novel or original but it's still really valuable to get it, to access it. And so even if the bank could have gotten this idea from a thousand different sources, the fact that the computer guys are able to bring this information to them, that's valuable. There's something to that. And also imagine the alternative rule that the bank is asking for here. They're basically saying that if you pay someone to disclose an idea to you, and then later on you find out that you could have gotten that idea from somewhere else, then that allows you to nullify the contract and you don't have any obligations anymore. Now, that, to me, that sounds uh, a bit off and probably not uh, a good rule to base contracts on. Um, this case, again, goes to this theme in contracts that we talk about all the time, is that in contract law, we don't care about the equity of the deal very much. Uh, 
we just want to see that something non-trivial is at stake on both sides. And um, usually we judge whether or not something non-trivial is at stake based on the actions of the two parties. So, you know, how do you judge whether this idea is non-trivial or has any value to the bank? Well, just look at their actions. They paid for two to three years. They had lots of negotiations. Clearly, this idea meant something to them. It was something valuable. And that's usually how we look at contracts. If you enter into the contract, you take actions to get something from the other person. Whatever that something is, we're going to presume that you thought it was valuable and that you thought it was worth uh, worth going for, worth giving up something for. Um, and that's essentially the reasoning that's going on here. So ideas can count as consideration in contracts. And uh, that's all I had to discuss about this case. Thank you for joining me. I'll talk to you next time. Thank you.